Oh, wow. <laughs> you good? <laughs> you okay? I'm good. Hi, everyone. And welcome. Oh, to HTS Proton. Your weekly <laughs> Halo Esports podcast. This is. Uh, no, this is. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're doing here. Just take it. Take this it away. This is episode 203 for the week of October 3rd. 2021 the title of this episode is once more unto the flight get it mm. it's like once more unto the breach see i'm smart <laughs> as in not at all what is up live chat if you didn't know this is not a real logo whoa <laughs> well the reason why i said it is because my hand went up next to it so um what's up everybody welcome to the live show if you're tuning in live welcome uh, voodoo man, as always, Martin Ohms. If you don't know the man, now you know the man. You should know the man because he's one of the best man. <laughs> Tetra, welcome back. Fat boy, slim, amazing name. Still welcome back. And Damo or Damo, however you like to pronounce your name. Thank you for the follow and welcome to the live show. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a thing. We are here. Will. Yeah, get to what's on this episode. Well, <laughs> Let's go. it's great you asked that because uh, on this episode of HCS Pro Time, what's up, Berg? Welcome to the live show. If you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show, well, you're at the right place because I'm about to tell you. So, on this week's episode of the show, we have SWAT Nation is back. Play Griffball's back. Cartel is back. Tournament recaps are back. Ben back. Halo Infinite Flight Impressions are back! And video games are back! Everything's back, I guess. We're back! <laughs> we're <laughs> the last episode we had was on Thursday, so it was already a late one. So, like, we're four days. It's been four days since the last four episode. Days. But that's okay, because we had a whole uh, weekend of Infinite to still play. Um, and we're going to talk about that. And I actually have my thoughts, like, typed out this time. I'm actually prepared. Unlike last week. So, without further ado, Will, let's get into some competitive news. The final Pen Halo Halo 3 draft tournament gets a prize pool increase. This is by Pen Halo on Twitter, and I quote We are excited to announce that the final Pen Halo Halo 3 draft tournament to benefit gamers' outreach has increased to a $700 plus prize pool. Claps in the chat. Ladies and gentlemen, claps in the chat. Congratulations, Pen Halo. Excited for the tournament. Next up, Halo Data Hive brings the infinite stats. This is by Halo Data Hive. This, this also comes with like an additional update. Uh, but first, he states on Twitter, took some time to throw together a Halo Infinite stats page. It has some overall stats and stats for your uh, 25 most recent games. You can enter your gamer tag in the search at the top and then click the purple infinite flight record button to see your own stats. And that is at halodatahive.com. And there's an update and he said that... Um, don't be surprised if the stats are unavailable after today. Yeah. Because the flight. So just keep that in mind. But really fucking cool. Really hope they have a public API uh, so him and others are able to take advantage of that and create awesome fucking stat pages. So next up, SWAT Nation announces spoopy event. This is by SWAT Nation. It's called SWATOween reanimated 
The deadline is October 28th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with the date of the tournament taking place on October 30th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a 4v4 Halo 5 SWAT tournament with a double elimination bracket and a $500 prize pool. So go check that out, sign up, compete, and uh, don't worry because we won't compete because we'd get shit on. But, you know, we'll watch and we'll talk about it on the show. So you have that look, look to look forward to, you know. Next news story. Let's talk about Griffball. Because DJ Blue PDX presents the Respawn All-Stars Halo 4 Griffball Fall Series. This is why I play Griffball. Spartans, grab your hammers. The Respawn All-Stars are back with DJ Blue PDX's Halo 4 Griffball Fall Series. Join Play Griffball's Rage More Nerd and I for the final 2021 tournament series of the year, featuring prize packages from Astro Gaming and more. Stay tuned for more information. That more information has come because signups are available right now uh, for the week. One week only. So if you want to play some Griffball, and I know you fucking do, because the Halo Infinite Hammer is might not be the greatest thing in the world for Griffballers, and we'll talk about that later on in the show because Rage More Nerd has something to add on that front. So there you go there. Um, the three tournaments are taking place October 23rd, November 13th, and December 4th, and includes $3,000 in Astro Prizing per event. Wow. Yes. In the words of Owen Wilson. Wow. That's I can't it. even do it right now. That's okay. Laughing. I put you on the spot. It's all good. And that's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by Noob Cabacom. Check out NoobCabba.com for all of your Halo Esports needs. Even if you don't need Halo Esports shit, you should still go there because it's still a pretty dope site. And Maddie would appreciate it. On Saturday, October 9th, we have the Penn Halo Gamers Forgiving Halo 3 4v4 Draft Tournament. We've already talked about that. And the Drip Drip Double and Plaz's Halo 5 SWAT FFA. Now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Plaz is not going to be able to be there for the entire event. So I think he might still be looking for somebody to help out. Um, you can go ahead and look at Plaza's Twitter for more information on that. Uh, again, they may have already found somebody. I don't know for sure, but there's some information for you. And then on Sunday, October 10th, what is up, goalie Snapper? Bonjour. I can't do an accent. I just sound like an idiot. Bonjour. Ça va? There you go. Will's the sexy man over here, so I, I just can't do it. Uh, on Sunday, October 10th, Esports Arena Halo 5 4 4 the Blue Team Tournament's Road to Infinite Halo 5 FFA Qualify Number 2, and the Cruzada Halo and uh, Halo Comunidad España and Halo Polska Halo 4 2v2 Tournament. Different regions coming together, putting on, event, putting on an event. Tune in. If you can, it's going to be a good time. Will. Yeah. That's it for the upcoming turns of the week presented yeah. by NoobCab.com. Check out NoobCab.com for all your Halo eSports needs. And Will, what do we have next? Rostermania. All right. Got a couple rosters for you here. 
Mm. First one's Shady's, and it's going to be uh, Shady Legend Rob and Sika. Posted that over on Twitter. And also from Twitter, we have Riot Shock's roster. It's going to be Fly So Fatal, Betts, Riot Shock, and Black Halo God. They had a fun little graphic with it, too. They did. So, yeah, it was cool to they see. Uh, but that does it for Roster Mania. Quick one. Hell yeah, Will. With that, what do we have for Tournament League recaps of the week? Yes, we'll start with the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4. Will we now? In fourth place, it was Team Void, which included Lure, Sepstars, Vorzi, and Zarek. Third went to Fire and Ice, taking home 100 bucks. It was Bullet. Uh, Lunagat, Magico, and Resorch or Rorch. I can never. <laughs> Second place went to Pittsburgh Knights, taking home 300 bucks. Gambino tapping buttons, drifting at so. And first went to Team Business. The Business. Uh, 600 bucks to them. Envor, Septify, Super CC, and Tolic. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Bracket and VOD will be included in the show notes of the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Go watch it. Um, next up, Blue Team Tournament's Road to Infinite Halo 5 FFA. This is their qualifier number one. In sixth place was Avenue, fifth, Mushworld, fourth, Jaws, third, Juan, uh, Johan MC, sorry. Uh, second went to the Gold Star BR, taking home 50 bucks. And in first place, taking home 150 bucks was the Luffy 6624. Let's see if King Nick participates in the second qualifier. I don't know. I don't know if he will. We'll see. Who knows? Get that money. Yo. Yes. Uh, that does it for the tournament and league recaps. Hey, Will. Yeah. Let's get into the regular news! <laughs> Justin says, loving the seasonal decor, by the way. Hey, thanks. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did it all myself. We also reorganized everything up here, so now it's just infinite stuff along with a couple pumpkins. <laughs> so, you know. But yeah, we like to keep it seasonal up in this bitch. Just wait till Christmas. Well, there's gonna be I you love you love the holiday season there. I love Christmas. It's gonna be I hate winter. I can't wait I to see what Christmas. you're gonna do in here because it'll probably be crazy. I'm gonna be Santa. Every I'm gonna be Santa Chief. Should we get like some fake snow on the table and yes. on the back and then uh, yes. need some lights? Yes. <laughs> I'm down. Oh, get crazy in December. It's gonna be insane. I can't wait. Um Xbox celebrates the disability community with new accessibility updates. This is by Anita, Anita Mortaloni, the director of accessibility of X. Uh, it, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Of Xbox. If I could speak. Um, the thing I wanted to highlight here, excuse me, was the 343 Industries gives a sneak peek at accessibility features coming to Halo Infinite. Paige Johnson of 343 Industries joined the Xbox Accessibility Showcase to announce and walk through new accessible and customizable features coming to Halo Infinite when it launches on December 8th, 2021. 343 Industries' goal is to make the newest journey into the Halo universe more accessible to as many gamers as possible. That includes those who are brand new to the Halo franchise, as well as those who struggled to play due to barriers that hadn't previously been accounted for. Inclusion is core to the Halo Infinite experience, and in recognition of that, the team built in new features to enable people to customize their Halo Infinite gameplay experience. Those features include, for subtitles, you can adjust the font size, adjust the background opacity, enable color coding of dialogue per speaker, and choose whether you'd like subtitles for all dialogue or just dialogue related to the narrative in the campaign. 
Customization menu and gameplay font size. Menu narration with adjustable narration speed for those who commonly utilize screen readers. A new mode called linear navigation that lets users navigate through, you, through the UI without the need to visually see how controls are positioned on screen to access them. Options of changing the friendly and enemy colors to include more options than just red versus blue. We've seen that in the flight. Mm-hmm. More UI settings such as HUD, heads-up display, and reticle opacity to make it easier to identify information in the HUD. Text-to-speech and speech-to-text options for players that want to participate in voice chat and either need to send synthesized voice or receive voice chat as synthesized text. New customizations for players to control their sound experience with different volume sliders for a variety of sounds in the game. Customizability for both controller and keyboard and mouse to rebind keys, adjust sensitivity, and change to taps and toggles versus holds. And a new movement-assisted steering feature, which lets you use additional controls to help steer wheeled vehicles rather than just the classic look-to-steer mechanic. Representation in gaming matters. To improve representation in Halo Infinite, 343 Industries worked with organizations such as Warfighter Engaged to offer new prosthetic options for gamers to customize their Spartans. Accessibility is a journey, and 343 Industries will continue to update Halo Infinite in ways that empower as many people as possible to battle alongside the Master Chief. So that's really fucking cool. And uh, there's a lot more in that article um, in terms of accessibility as a whole for the for the Xbox ecosystem. So please open up the show notes, uh, exclamation point show notes in chat, or it's in the description if you're listening to the VOD, wherever you may be listening. Um, open up the article, read through it, see all the cool stuff that's coming. And the last news story that we have, Will... So the Halo and Rockstar energy promotion details have been released. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's by Rockstar Energy. There are five specially designed cans. So five different flavors. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do they say how to do this? Uh, Yes, it's on the website. The code is underneath the tab. So you have to open it. Or you could probably just like finagle it and like curl it up. So sure. you don't actually open it, you know what I mean? Sure. I do have one. It's in the fridge upstairs. Nice. I haven't brought it down. But uh, you can redeem codes for in-game rewards. But there's something weird. So I'm going to go through the rewards, okay? And you'll notice either when you're reading it or when I say it. Yeah. So when you redeem your first code, okay, you get double XP and two challenge swaps, okay? When you redeem your second code, you get an assault rifle skin and double XP. The skins actually look cool. They're like black and gold. Like the original Rockstar colors? Yep. It genuinely looks good. When you redeem your third code, you get double XP and two challenge swaps. When you redeem your fourth code, you get a Warthog skin and double XP. When you redeem your fifth code, you get double XP and two challenge swaps. When when you redeem your sixth code, you get a gravity hammer emblem, shout out to Brian, and double XP. <laughs> And when you redeem your seventh code, you get double XP and two challenge swaps. But here, here's where it gets weird. There are, there are codes after the seven that you redeem. Okay. And they, they have like circle K. Keep scrolling. Right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then go all the way to the right. Oh, you can scroll. Yep. Click that all yeah, the yeah. way to the right. Okay. I'm watching. See how it says circle K raise like so codes seven codes seven through 120 
you get double XP and two challenge swaps. But then it says circle K code one. I don't know what this is. And it's never explained in that article. I mean, on that website and it's never explained in the Xbox article that released today as well. So I don't know what the fuck that is, but for the circle K code one, you get a Razorback skin and five challenge swaps for codes. Um, like when you redeem an additional code from circle K, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, Maddie says, Oh, and dark Shogun. Thank you guys. Circle K is in uh, Canada. It's like, it's like a gas station or a mini Mart. Thank you all. Now I get it. And there's Maddie rums. That was never explained. It's That's not funny. explained at all. On that website, on the Xbox one, it's not explained at all. So if so you does that get, mean we can't get that Razorback coding. Correct. But fuck it. It doesn't even have a gun. So hurrah, Justin, have fun. I'm just kidding. The skin does look cool though. It does, so, I mean, the black and gold does look good. I just, I'm Is there any like rockstar branding in game? I don't think they would do that. Dude, I don't know. So from your coat, from your first code from circle K, you get a Razorback skin and five challenge swaps from your every additional code past that, or like from the first additional code past that from circle K, you get three challenge swaps and then for every additional code after that, you get five challenge swaps. They're, they're, they're challenge swaps. The, the Razorback is the only thing that doesn't. Yes. But the skin looks cool. It does. The black and gold is Black and nice. gold. We can fly. Um, Dark says, I bet I can find a Circle K code for you guys. Justin says, bro, I'll get it for you. Oh, you guys are so nice. In your opinion of the country, there's a chain called Holiday. That's a Circle K brand. Oh. Oh, I wonder if that holidays owned by circle K circle K is a dumbass fucking name for a brand. I mean, that's not dude. We have fucking special K for Christ's sake is a cereal. Maybe it's made by circle K. Uh, <laughs> no, it's made by Kellogg's, isn't it? I, I, or is I, Kellogg's owned by special uh, for a, uh, by circle K too? Who the fuck came up with circle K? What about circle T? Why not any you know other sounds, letter? You all sound stupid. Why circle? Target. Why target? That's, you know. Because you're fucking. You're, like cub foods. What the, what, the, what the fuck does cub have to do with a food place? Dude. You what, why is Aldi named Aldi? Yeah. Exactly. Is, like. There's no. It's just a name. Okay. God damn. But circle K. Circle K mini mart. Like what do you. Yeah. It sounds decent. Okay. I mean we had Kmart. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. I mean, we have Walmart, we we, which sounds stupid as well. All stores sounds stupid. Flying J Gas? Yeah. Flying J Gas? That sounds cooler than Circle K. I, I, where you want to go? Circle K or Flying J? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let me tell you. I was thinking about the sitting M personally. Or the square B? I don't know. Are you looking at Circle K's website? Yeah, I looked up Circle K's website, all what right? What the fuck is that? Spolumbo's jalapeno cheddar sausage? Yeah, it's a hot dog. What is happening right now? That's Spolumbo's. That's a great Select name. Select your region. Let's see here. I would much. Oh, they're in the U.S. U.S. What? Florida. Uh, oh, my Midwest God. division. That's got to be us. 
Fat Boy says, had a grocery store called Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. See, that's way cooler, though. <laughs> I'd love to shop at a Piggly, Piggly Wiggly instead of a Circle K. God. Uh, I won't say Justin it. says, I got some dope cups from them last year. Flying J. See, I'm telling you, man, I'd much rather go to the Flying J than the Circle K. I'm trying to figure out where they are. Hashtag my Circle K. Wow, dude. What is happening? Do you want Chrome to know your location? No, I don't. <laughs> I bet it's going to say, like, no store found within 500 miles of you. Probably. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. Fuck it. Oh, whoa. Hey, there's some here. No way. You might have to take a trip, but. Click on it to make sure. That doesn't help me. Dude, there's no way. Yeah, there, there are. there actual Circle K's here? Yeah, apparently. Uh, Fatboy says, God, I love that name. Fatboy Slim. Also worked at one called Food Lion. Hey, that's, like I said, it's better than Circle K. Is there legitimately Circle K's in Minnesota? Yeah, well, it's 17 miles from us, okay? We need to go. It's on Lexington Avenue? Yeah. It's Shoreview. We need to go. Oh, man. We're going to have, you know how we had a Taco Bell review episode? We're going to yeah. have a special, uh, now we a special, got, not a special K on my mind. We're going to have a Circle K review. It's a half hour drive. Uh, too bad. For an experience like none other. Like Circle K? Yeah, like you would never get to experience something like this, like Circle K ever again. <laughs> we need I to guess drive we're going to do it, guys. Hour. This show got fucking real dumb real quick. Wow. I had no. I had to know too, but I'm glad that, that you guys gave us that info because I had no fucking idea what Circle K was, and they don't explain it anywhere on the website. It's like, what the fuck is Circle K? <laughs> we drove a half hour to get Rockstar cans from skins. Hey, I wonder if that would work because they are, it is Circle K. So we can just buy all of them. Yeah. Uh, at Circle K. Yeah. We're going to empty their Rockstar. Because uh, you can put up 120 to codes, you know, we can... Get a shit ton of double XP. A lot of challenge swaps, too. You never have to do a challenge you never want to do again. That's true still, hopefully. (laughs) Circle K is like the worst gas station, says Tools. Actually, it's pretty mid-tier. Oh, no. Circle K is everywhere on the West Coast, says Berg. Yeah, we just, we're idiots, and we're in the Midwest. Yeah, they they literally just popped up here. We have a, what the fuck? What other gas stations do we have here? Quick Trip. BP, BP, Holiday, Holiday, Speedway, which sounded way cooler as the convenience stores of Super America, but now it's the convenience stores of Speedway. Fucking stupid. What else do we have? Um, yeah, yeah. Tool says literally never heard of any of those. It's okay. <laughs> I know you like Fat Boy Slim, but my first gamer tag was uh. I charge by the pounds. Oh my God. I love you. Holy shit. That's amazing. Oh, oh we never said, do we ever talk about the grand prize of this? Oh, the grand prize is a custom Jeep gladiator in a fucking like uh master chief. I would drive that around skin. I would look at, yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. It looks cool. You also have like daily chances to win copies of infinite and stuff like that too. So there's, there's other prizes. Check it out. Dark Shogun says, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, baby. 
Where, yeah, Fat Boy. That's dude. Yeah. Sticking sticking with the bit, I love it. I fucking love it. Can I mount a uh, a minigun on the back to look at? <laughs> no, it's like a razor back. You ain't putting shit on the back of it. Well, I'm gonna mount a. I'll make it look more like a warthog. I mean, you could contact the Hoonigan guys, where they literally uh, they, made one. They do, yeah, they do some stuff. You could do that. I don't. I hope that the windshield isn't actually <laughs> tinted orange, or you can actually just like see through it. Yeah, because obviously you have to see through it, or else it'd be like not able to be driven. That's crazy, though. That's fucking. It's wicked. pretty cool. I would have to assume that you can take the money over the car, though, because then the taxes would be insane. Sure, just think about dropping your kids off at school and that. My question is, like, it is open on the sides. Do they provide the, like, closed door the closed aspect? closed door aspect to I don't it? Because it's like, yeah. Are you sure those are fully open, not just glass? I don't know. It's concept art. I don't know. <laughs> We're off the rails again. Sorry. It's a big promotion, you know? It is. Got to get to your local Circle K. And get those fucking rockstar cans. <laughs> Holy moly. I wait, well, you know what we need to do? What do we need to do? We almost need like something where we I can like put a screen in the corner. Yeah. To like show what I'm looking at sometimes. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's difficult. I've wanted to do something like that. Yeah. yeah. But it is kind of difficult. We can, we can make it work. We can make it work though. We can do something. We're, we're, cl- <laughs> we're, we're a uh, crafty. Yeah. Asking the real questions. Yeah, got to know if that uh, that Razorback is open or closed doors. Please do screen view. We can make it happen. Listen, the like these computers aren't necessarily tied to the setup or those computers over there. So we'll make it work. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll just have a. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) All right, Jesus Christ! That that's it for the regular news. Yeah, we should. uh... If you want Rockstar Energy, go to your local Circle K. What a terrible fucking name for a store. It's not that bad. It's bad. Just chill. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's time for our topic of the week. Halo Infinite Flight number two impressions continued. Um, so the last weekend of the second Infinite Flight has taken place. It is now over. The flight has concluded officially. Um, and yeah, we have some thoughts on it. I actually have things notated down now. Um, so yeah. And also I, I, uh, so I don't mean for this to sound like I'm shitting on other people's viewpoints because I don't want it to come across that way. It's just, I want to react to a couple different people's viewpoints on a couple different things. One of which I ranted about in the discord server already, but I just wanted to highlight it a little bit further. Okay. So but I'll get to that at the tail end. Well, um, yeah, you just go. All right. Uh, Fat Boy Slim says, not going to lie. The movement felt a little clunky, but I loved it. Uh, definitely felt different from the first flight, says Berg. Um, all right. Do you, do you want to get your thoughts out first? Because you say you didn't play that much. Yeah, I, I really didn't play that much. Um, I got about three or four BTB games in and maybe three multiplayer games the whole weekend. And... Um, I'm a better solo player than a team player. I do better really so- solo queuing in 4v4. Oh God, I would never. Um, I'd be scared shitless. I think what happens, and I, I've realized this, yes, is that my brain turns off when there's too many callouts. Okay. If I if I'm playing without comms, I look like rather than 
someone calling someone's weak over here rather than me off a of spawn trying to get there or look there. I'm just playing my own game and I think I play more cautious. Okay. Um, yeah. BTB, it's never been my thing. I can understand there's some pretty cool moments that can happen from it, but when you get that many people in a match, it doesn't, how do I put this? It just doesn't have the competitive aspect I'm looking for, even though it's an FPS game and they're all competitive. You can make any mode competitive in an FPS game, right? Sure. Um, but it's hard to be super invested when you have that many varying teammates that you don't know their skill levels or people aren't pushing or paying attention to flat uh, area captures, whatever it is. Um, I don't like the amount of how much space I have to move to be in the action. It's just not my thing. Okay. That's why I like battle royales are okay. Some of them are just walking simulators until like the last half of the, 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 the teams are left and then you start getting into fights that gets boring until the fights happen. Also depends on where you drop in too. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's, there's hot zones and whatnot that you could drop into, you know, enemies are going to be at. Yeah. Or you could purposely choose a place outside of a typical location. So, right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. BTB is just not my thing. Okay. That's, that's, that's my, the new mode though. I do total control, total control. Yes. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I do appreciate a new look on BTB though. Yeah. With that. It does, it does add a little something and I, maybe I would have enjoyed it. Um, maybe I would have enjoyed it more if I played it with people <laughs> that I knew and we were talking and joking around and messing around with it. Yeah. Community played. It was fucking awesome. But, um, yeah, I just, I solo queued into BTB, which is probably not the play, but mm. it's just never been my thing. So, okay. Dave doesn't like it either, as we're going to hear from our one of our swoots of Sagilios. Yeah. Who has actually joined now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, let's uh you have a you have a whole doc you typed up here. I do. So because I said I was gonna come prepared this week, so I came prepared. Let's let's get into your thoughts. All right, let's talk about my thoughts as of the second weekend of the second flight. That is what I titled this. Here we go. UI UX. It's still a mess to navigate around to what is needed and easily update information to get back into the game quickly. It's a pain in the ass. It it's not it's not user friendly at all. And I really hope I hope something is able to be done, but I feel like nothing's going to be able to be done. And I'll get used to it. It's, it'll probably be fine when I get used to it, but I just hate yeah. how it fucking feels on the flight. Some things that I ran into with the UI. Yeah. Um didn't know where my XP boosts were. Yep, that was a big concern. Didn't even didn't nobody even know. knew where they were. And there, it's a really roundabout way. You can buy battle pass tiers with the currency they gave you. Yes, and it's a really roundabout way to get there. I had um, a buddy. Oh, it's like four four button presses in order to do it or something. Yeah, stupid. I had a buddy that I was trying to explain. Um, he didn't play in the first flight, but got into this one, and I was trying to explain to him how that he could do that if he wanted a certain item. Yes. And he just couldn't, he couldn't find it. And I'm like, all right, well, Jesus Christ. He's like, he was like, I, he was like, I'm tired of messing with it. I just want to play. Yeah. Right. So. And that's a terrible feeling to have. Yeah. To like not be able to find what you want and just say, screw it. Let's play the game. Yes. It's fucking stupid. So. Um, 
The Waypoint app in its current state is still clunky to navigate around, especially when switching between different games within the app. Because one of my biggest my biggest problems is that when you choose, because when you're in the new Waypoint app, which is available now, it's available for everybody, it is out, as we talked about in the last episode, um, you need to select your game first before you're able to do basically anything. So when you select a game, the options on the bottom menu change for each game, which again is counterintuitive. Now I get it. Each game has different things, but it's like, it just feels it's clunky. It's clunky to get around. And something that Justin mentioned, um, I don't know if he's typing it right now, but I'll just say what he said. Uh, he was talking about how he was still unable to change his emblem within the app on the, like during the flight. And yes, it's that one. Yep. It's the Halo old Halo yeah, channel. They app. replaced the Halo channel app with that. With it the new still Wave shows up to as Halo Channel yep. on iOS for me. So that makes you feel like it's still in beta, doesn't it? Well, no bet. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, it's just not great. I don't. I don't care for it. It just needs some improvements. Yeah, it needs it needs improvements. Um, and then this happened again, and I figured out what the problem was. Uh, also, Fatboy Slim says, "Wait, you could change your emblem? Yup. <laughs> and guess what? You could only do it in the app. You couldn't do it in the UI." But like Justin said to me, he was unable to do it in the app still. But yeah, that was the only place you were able to do it was in, was in the app. And yes, it is dumb as fuck, fat boy. Yes, it is. So, grenade swapping. You ready for this clusterfuck of bullshit? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I dug into it deeper. I figured out what the problem is. Okay. Grenade swapping is tied to individual key binds or buttons per the grenade type. This is cumbersome as in matchmaking, you can only hold two different grenades. This makes the switching of grenades much more counterintuitive as an additional key or button press may need to occur depending upon the type of grenade equipped. So for example, you have frags, plasma grenades, shock grenades, and spike grenades. Okay? Mm -hmm. Four different type of grenades. When you go into your settings... Each of those different type of grenades can be set to an individual key bind or button press on a controller. Now, the reason why some people may not experience this is because let's say your grenade swap button is left on the D-pad or right on the D-pad, whatever it is. And let's say you pick up plasma grenades, right? Yeah. If plasma grenades are set to that button press or key bind, then you're never going to experience what I saw because the button that you press to swap grenades is always going to be plasma grenades. So you don't have to deal with it. But if you pick up a different grenade type, like the shock grenade, and let's say that in your settings, that's tied to up on the D pad, you would need to press the grenade swap button or key bind, which would bring up a sub contextual menu above your grenade. And then it says, Hey, you can select this button to select the grenade you already had equipped or picks this other one for your other grenade. The, that I feel better about that in like campaign. But we don't. Well, granted, we don't know how many different types of grenades you can hold in campaign. Right. So, but yeah, in multiplayer, it's when you need so to make split second dumb. decisions and get a grenade out, yeah, that's uh, it's yeah, it's just so counterintuitive. Not a fan. Yep. No. Um. See, I took screenshots of it too because like it it, it happened again, and I just thought. Part of me thought it was my fault because others were saying, oh, I haven't experienced that at all. And then 
It's just fucking terrible. Justin says it was different from training mode to actual PvP. Yeah, I saw a difference too. When I was, I noticed the sub menu against bots, but not when I was in PvP. When I was in 4v4 arena, whatever, or 4v4, I should say, Social Slayer, um, it was just the single button or the key single button, button to, to cycle through them. Okay. Either way, that needs to go. It needs to go bye bye. Or they need to make something better for it. Um, sound. Sound continues to impress within the technical test thus far. I've been impressed throughout everything. Um, all the main weapons in the game have nice heft to them and sound powerful, at least. Uh, except I would say the the Warthog chain gun didn't sound powerful. I don't know. The horn sounded kind of cool, but like the, the gun itself didn't sound. Um, training mode was dumb sub menu. PVP was just tap, like you yep. were saying too. Okay, well, that is better I still don't like that sub menu popping up. Um, and then I, I even said vehicle weapons could use an increase in volume and overall heft as well. The mainly it had to do with the, uh, the warthog chain gun. All right. Gameplay. Um, so I'm in the polar opposite realm is realm of you in terms of BTB. So BTB, at least on the first map of fragmentation to me, turns out to be a lot of fun when focusing on just having fun. Um, even with AR starts, there really was a great amount of variety with weapons on the map all throughout. I never felt like I was out of a gunfight based on the weapons that I had at the time. And there were always other weapons to grab within the immediate vicinity is what I always felt. And part of me was worried because I watched Ubernick play. Uh, I was at work during the first play session of Friday or whatever. And I saw Ubernick playing and uh, I saw like a sniper camping and whatnot. And I'm like, no, I fucking a, we're really going to deal with this the entire time. And then when I played it, I only had that happen once. And, um, other lines of sight and whatnot. Yes. The map is big, but it was funny because with the amount of trees and the amount of structures and the amount of elevation and whatnot, I never felt like I was being stared down at any given time. You're not walking over a giant open battlefield. Yes. And it felt great because it made me know that I could move and maneuver around without having to worry about a sniper being on me at all fucking times. Um, again, this was my experience based on this one map. Um, CTF having the flag rotate locations after each capture was a welcome change of pace. It allows for dominant teams to have to re-strategize based on the new placement of the flag instead of like camping one location over and over and over again. I like that. Um, and then total control. I liked how capture points rotated after every round within total control. Um, it allowed every player to really get to know the entire map and be able to rotate properly without the need for choke points. So it, it made it so like, I, I liked, uh, I was nervous at first with total control that you had to have every single point captured in order to get the point. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought it flowed really well. Um, I, like I said, I loved how once the points are captured, they rotate to a different section of the map. So you have to move, like you have to regroup so on and so forth. I thought it worked really, really well. Um, Eric says, I feel like this has been the most thought, uh, toward a balanced halo in a long time. And I, I feel that I think I'm going to talk about that too, but like, I definitely feel that I definitely do. Um, Justin says, and snipe ammo is limited only eight total rounds. Yes. So they only give you one extra magazine, right? Mm -hmm. They only give you one extra magazine, which is great. Um, Fatboy Slim states, 
Bro, I hated playing Behemoth. Literally kids on ghosts riding around the whole map. Oh, do I have something to talk about with the ghost? So I had throughout the entire flight, and this is my doing because I purposely didn't do this, but um, I did not play a single 4v4 match on Behemoth. Not a single one. Because I was worried about the vehicles. For PV, I mean, for BTB though, the thing that I liked about it is that, yes, each team spawns with a mongoose or two and a warthog, but ghosts come in through pelican, wasp comes in through pelican, scorpion comes in through pelican, and they and it's one for everybody, like you have to fight for it. So I feel like you don't get I, I think the tank might be too overpowered because mm-hmm. both times I saw it come in, like they just kept murdering, um, but the fact that you only get one ghost. You only get one Banshee. Like it makes it so much easier to focus on that singular vehicle, which I'm, I'm all for that. And I'm not even a vehicle person. So there's that. Um, some overall things I wanted to mention, you can throw equipment into a man cannon. So like you can throw a drop shield into a man cannon and it'll go and it'll land wherever it is. Um, being able to throw the fusion coil is really fucking cool. It's just, it's just a really cool thing that they added, and I thought it, I thought it worked really well. Um, being able to grapple shot the vehicle and immediately hijack them is a really cool addition as well because it does, it does balance things out further from a vehicle usage standpoint, so that the vehicle isn't totally dominant 100 of the time. Um, Maddie says the fusion coils sound so weak though, but they are fun. Agreed, agreed on that. I do like how you can shoot it out of the person's hands, or you can shoot it while it's being thrown. So it's like you have the opportunity to kind of save yourself. Um, being able to repulsor vehicles to remove them from advantageous positions. So not just uh, repulsing like people and vehicles off map, but I had instances where I used it to make it so I didn't get splattered. So like when, when a warthog was barreling towards me and they had no idea, but it was just that feeling of, nah, fuck you. You're not doing this to me. And just bopping them back and then watching the warthog get destroyed by teammates was awesome. Awesome feeling. Um, this is something I noticed when uh, Justin and I played some 4v4. You can hold a charged plasma pistol shot while clambering. Oh. Yep. So keep that in mind. I don't know if that you can do that in 5. I haven't tried. I don't know if I haven't tried it, but you can do it in infinite, at least in the flight. So there's that. Um... Let's see. I think the ghost needs to be tuned further based on collision physics. The reason why I state this going to what uh, fat boy was talking about. The thing that I don't like about the ghost is that it feels too powerful for what I believe it should be. Um, and also the reason why I talk about it's collision physics, yo, Justin, when the 10 month resub, thank you so much for the resub. Woo. And yeah, he says dropping 44 kills. I did in that game. Um, but regardless, uh, in a BTB match, the thing that I fucking hated about the ghost is that the ghost, oh, if you splatter me mm-hmm. by going full bore and I wasn't paying attention or you just got me, awesome. I completely respect it. You, you destroyed me. But if you bounce off a wall and by bouncing off the wall, just jut back a little bit and poke me and I die. I'm not a fan of that. Sure. And then when you're not even boosting and you hit me and I get splattered, I'm not a fan of that either. 
And that happened twice back to back in the same game. So, um, I, uh, I did get a kill in BTB Ooh. by repulsing someone into a wall and the damage of them hitting the wall killed them. Fuck yeah, dude. So that is a thing. That's awesome. Yes. That's fucking awesome. Oh man. Repulsor's dope. Uh, Justin says H1 splatter physics. Yeah. They, that needs to go away. Yes. Pancake Dave. Yes. It's a metal. Yep. I got it. Yep. I was so excited when I did. It's so fucking cool. Um, Rockets not doing enough damage to vehicles. So I talked about this last mm-hmm. week. Um, like when it just sucks because it literally happened to me where I had full rockets and a warthog was barreling down. I was in an advantageous position. I had the power weapon and my rockets did nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't like send the warthog flying anymore. Does it? No, like it used to. No, it just, the, the warthog just like fucking takes, eats it. It just yeah. eats the rocket. It used to like, used to like, I used to see videos of like the warthog just spinning out of control. Like H1. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maddie says rockets, not doing enough damage to anything. So if you guys haven't seen the clip that Maddie's referring to oh, of yeah. himself, yeah. Shooting a dude with a rocket point fucking blank and the guy didn't die. And it said he died. Yep. That's fucking stupid. And I agree. Uh, but seriously, in terms of vehicles, especially they don't do enough damage. They just don't. And it's, it's sad because the rockets are a power weapon. They don't spawn all the time. They spawn in specific locations like that. It's a power weapon and it's not powerful. Um, so I feel like it needs to be tuned. And then the shock rifle, like the shock grenades do their thing, but like the shock rifle. Now, maybe this is because it's not the intention for the weapon. And if so, that's fine. But I'm talking in the context of the plasma pistol, not EMPing vehicles. Yeah. Okay. But the shock rifle, not EMPing a vehicle quickly enough. I feel like it takes far too many shots to do something if you don't have a shock grenade and the, the options that you have are limited in that regard. Yeah. Um, so that's that. And then, uh, for fragmentation, specifically the map, I just want to say to me overall feels really good to play, uh, with a wide variety of weapons to play with, um, the loot caves, the line of sights, etc. Everything just felt really good on the map and not one weapon felt overpowered to me. I would say the Scorpion felt overpowered, but that dropped very minimally and at the very end of a game, yeah. if at all. Um, I was tempted to say the Sniper was OP on the map, but with all the foliage, it can be very difficult to trap players in a situation like I mentioned before. Um, So a few points I want to make. One it's something cool. And then I'm going to get into something out or two things I want to like just talk about. So the first one, um, there's a video that, uh, Lachey Lula or Lakey Lula on Reddit put out. It's for how to use and aim the skewer. So if you're having difficulty now, I don't know if this is going to translate to the official launch of the game, but, um, if you were having difficulty aiming the skewer, watch that video because I learned something that I didn't know is that so you have to lead your shot, right? Because it has it has a drop-off distance too yeah. with the skewer. So you have to lead your shot. But when you lead your shot, if the reticle is red, when you're leading your shot, so you're not even on the person, but if it's red and you shoot, you'll kill them. Oh. Yep. And uh, that's based off distance too. Like the reticle takes into consideration the distance. So if it's red and you shoot it, you should be able to kill them. Interesting. Yep. 
So even if you're just looking around, it turns red fire, that thing. <laughs> that's what that's what it sounds like. But uh, j- check it. Just check it out. Um, Oh, Justin, unless you're on keyboard. Uh, yeah. True statement. That was, yep. Um, true statement. Okay. So we are, actually, I'll talk about this first one first. Um, so Giggs, uh, T1 Giggs on Twitter put out this tweet. And this isn't to shit on him or anything like that. This is to shit on like the situation, I guess you could say. He says, uh, for, for the Halo PC homies, the game is running great. 1440p, 200 plus FPS, no hitching after this update. If you do the following, put texture quality, geometry quality, and simulation quality on ultra. Set everything else to low. No minimum FPS, max FPS 240, reset the game. Oh, and Suddeth1 put in there, change your max resolution scaling or whatever to 55%. That shouldn't need to happen. Again, this isn't shitting on them. And yes, this could very well be the flight environment, which I fully respect and understand if that's the case. But guys, we shouldn't be like, oh, fuck yeah, I dialed in my settings in this very specific fucking way when I shouldn't have to, and now the game runs great. That's not cool. That shouldn't be a fucking thing at all. It's insane to me that... It's that people were like, oh yeah, this is exactly what I had to do. And this game's flawless. No, it's fucking not. It'd be flawless. If you boot it up for the first time, it, it, uh, it understood your hardware within your computer. It was like, here's what we recommend for you. That would be perfect. I mean, it might get there. We are still in a flight. I agree. And that was going to be the next point I make because one of the points of this flight, uh, one of the specific key pillars of this flight was to um, take a deeper look into a multitude of different PC configurations that Mm -hmm. were playing the flight. Yep. So again, this isn't to shit on anybody. I just don't want people to think that it's okay for them to have to do this because you shouldn't have to do this when a game releases. This is a flight. When the game releases and you, if the game releases, hypothetical situation, and you have to do this, on PC in order to have a quote unquote flawless experience that is not acceptable at all, especially considering this game is being built from the ground up their words, not mine for PC. Yeah. I mean, I had no problems on the Xbox. Like Justin said, ran yes. on Xbox, uh, you PC master race noob. Hey, I'm, I got a PC too, but you know, yeah, no, it, it played, it did play quote unquote flawlessly on the series X. I, I enjoyed it more on the Series X than the PC. Yep. Yeah. Before I continue, you that's what you did. You said you were going to play on the Series X this weekend. Yeah. How do you have any other thoughts? How did that go versus PC? Um it I didn't have the memory leak issue where I had to restart my game every mm. two, two three matches. Um aiming felt more consistent. So I, t- I did try mouse and keyboard and controller on PC, um, but just the Xbox felt better to me. I agree. I agree. It just felt more fluid. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Okay. <laughs> this next one's from Snakebite. And there's a very specific reason why I want to say this. 
So Snakebite on Twitter stated, I know it's a flight test, so it's about performance, but they absolutely fumbled the second week of testing by not adding in anything at all to the arena IMO. Love the sandbox, and I'm excited for PvP when we get some settings, but social settings on the same three maps can put you to sleep. And then he replies and says, it cracks me up getting replies like, well, don't play then. I did stop playing. And then I simply made a tweet on my Twitter on how I wish this week was more enjoyable despite my love for the game. Not everything is overly negative that you guys got to go defense mode on. Well, I am going to go a little defense mode on this. Hear me out. Snakebite, to you, to all the other pros that were wanting, pleading, not you specifically, but others demanding that we have competitive settings or BR starts in this flight. That wasn't the fucking point. Plain and simple. It wasn't catered to you. If you get a flight later on that has that stuff for you, awesome. But that's not the point. And Snakebite, you said it. You know it's a flight. It's about performance. They didn't fumble it. They didn't. Plain and simple. They were testing performance. And you know what the funny thing is? The thing that, that I find even more hilarious about all this is that they literally told you, they told everyone what you were going to get in the flight. <laughs> Weekend one, PVP, 4v4, three different maps. Training mode, the academy, the whole shebang boom Weekend two, the same shit, plus VTB on one map. They told you in advance what you were going to get. Yet I see all these people go online on their Twitter accounts, which is free speech. By all means, go for it. But don't expect to not hear anything back from anybody about it. Hello? I mean, that's... That's, that's the point. It's My, social media. Be yeah. social, damn yeah, it. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to get into it. Social media. That's all leave. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, I respect everybody wanting more. I do. Because I'd love more too. I would. But guys, you need to realize something if you haven't already. Yes, we are a competitive show. I greatly respect anybody, anybody and everybody that dedicates their time to compete in a Halo title. I do. Truly. but you're not the only ones playing the game. I hate to break it to you, but you're not. The multiplayer is going to be free to play. So yes, it needs to cater to a casual experience, but casual doesn't need to be taken in a negative light. It just doesn't because guess what guys, 
I don't, for, I just want to put an asterisk on everything I'm saying right now, because I don't want people to go out there thinking that I'm trying to shit on Snakebite right now, because I'm not. I used his tweet for context for what I'm talking about. I have nothing against him. I have nothing against any other pro that's competing. I have something against when people bitch about something that doesn't need to be bitched about. That's what I have a problem with. And that's what I'm talking about. Back to my rant. The sandbox works. It just may not work for what you want, but it works. Guys, I'm going to meet you right now. The sidekick? Well, I don't know if you knew this. The sidekick is a sidearm. Did you know that? You did? Okay. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling a lot of people do, but I just feel like I need to remind people because there are folks out there who think that the sidekick should be a primary weapon. I'm not a fan of Bloom. I hate Bloom. I think Bloom fucking sucks. But we're not trying to make the sidekick the Halo 5 pistol. You had that gun in that game. If you want that gun, go play that game. That's not this gun. That's not this game. Plain and simple. Does the AR feel a little too powerful? Yes. I believe the AR feels a little too powerful. Especially, like I said, Spartan Box shooting fucking lasers across map. It's insane. But you're not doing that. Because you're not a Spartan Bot with AI. So, when you're in a close to medium range fight, hear me out. When you're in a close to a medium range fight, use your assault rifle. And then you can switch to your sidekick quickly too. And just pop, pop, pop. Just be done. Then you reload really quickly and you move on. How's that sound? Sound good? All right, cool. To all the people out there who demanded BR starts. Oh, we should have had BR starts. You should sneak in BR starts at the end of this flight. It's not catered to you. It's not. That's not the point. To, to your point, I do understand people at, like wanting something, right? Like, oh, I really wanted to try BR starts or something like that. But to say that it needed to be there or they should have done this or it, it failed because they didn't have this, that's the problem. You can say you want something all you want, but... To, to, to have to, to try to force a company to say they, they should have done it. I don't know. That's just, it's people. It's, it's the plat. Everyone feels they have a platform now and everyone does yes. with social media, but yes. it's the, it's the, the arguments. Not every argument is a true, true statement just because it was said. And I'm sick and tired because regardless of size, Everybody has a platform. We have a platform, right? The thing that I despise the most are these entitled fucking assholes. Pro players included. Not all of them, but there are them who think that it needs this in order to succeed. Oh, we need to play on these settings. How dare you not include these settings for us in this flight that I already knew what I was getting based off a week in advance or two weeks in advance. 
How dare you not include something like this? I play your game competitively. I deserve this. You don't deserve shit. You don't. You don't deserve shit. You put the time into the game. What you get out of it is what you put into it. Plain and simple. 343 doesn't owe you shit. It doesn't. The company, Microsoft, they don't owe you a thing. So stop acting entitled because I'm fucking, I'm, I'm done with that. Holy shit. Justin says, I'm getting used to the no friendly fire though. And that's a bad thing to get comfortable with. I agree. Yeah. Yes. You see like an enemy fighting and just spam nades towards them. Yeah. It's yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You just, just (laughs) just have a fucking firing squad at the ready. Just chucking them in. Um, so I, that's, I mean, I did it a few times. Agreed. Uh, fat boy says, how did Amos this feel for you guys? Um, I thought it was for lack of a better phrase, hit or miss. Yeah, I honestly f- felt good on, I mean, I'm good. Uh, maybe not good's the right word. Um, consistent. It felt all right on console with controller, with controller, obviously. Okay. Um, PC felt very inconsistent for me. I agree. Um, the other thing that I, another point that's been brought up is there's no ramp up for strafe. You are Just instantly zip-zopping. strafing at full speed. Mm-hmm. And on PC, when you're aiming with a mouse and keyboard at close range, that is very difficult to, to fight against. True. Um, if you have a guy with on controller, that's able to easily, um, strafe and, and aim versus the guy on PC with that precision. Now they do say it's more of a precision thing, but up close, no, the, the aim assist with an AR versus a guy with an, with a, with a mouse and keyboard, you're going to, you're going to shit on them every time. So and I think that's due to the strafe speed, not the aiming. So hopefully that can be looked into as well. Yeah. If needed, if needed, if, if it's determined by the greater community that, Hey, this is something that we think could be looked into for future tuning. That is something to be looked in for future tuning. Um, no, I, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I have not, I don't think I have anything else to add there. Uh, Eric says, weapons needed for a situation are right where they need to be so far in the flight. So no BR starts needed. Yeah. I agree with that statement. And the fact that most, like, there was a lot of BRs and commandos on web, on on maps. You just had to get to them. Yep. Uh, Fatboy says, I was on PC with controller and felt like aim assist was not there most of the time, but I guess it's just me. No, it's not just you no. because you said that it there, felt inconsistent on PC. I agree in a sense that some games, and I played on controllers while PC exclusively. I didn't play any keyboard and mouse. There were some games where I felt like it was on point and then other games where I felt like I'm just missing. There was also an issue. So you have your mouse and keyboard plugged in. You also have your controller plugged in. Mm-hmm. If you hit that start with your mouse, and then switch to your controller, it loaded you in with no aim assist, thinking you were on mouse and keyboard, even though you switched to controller. Oh. That was a thing that happened. Um, and I think, I don't know if that has to do with the, like, they want you to stay to one input once a game starts, but that's that's something I heard other people talk about as well. I can understand that. Justin says, having some games where I pop off with the sniper and somewhere I'm shit, uh, business as usual for me. That, yeah. Yeah. I can same. agree with that. Um, 
Justin says, I have no clue how a link snuck in there. I didn't do that. I, I don't, I didn't see a link. So I think you're okay. Eric says, quote, I spent hundreds of hours on H1. So I believe the sidekick should kill him three shots. End quote, Kappa. <laughs> Dude, I bet there, I bet there are people that think like that. I'm not talking about Silas, Dave. Um, like, you mean you, when you started the search? Yeah. Being locked into input wise. Yep. We're not locked into, but aim assist wise. Yeah. So like if, so the, I, I think this would have happened, what happened to me a lot too, is like someone else was my party leader mm-hmm. and I was tabbed out, you know, scrolling through discord, looking at YouTube, whatever it was yeah. while I was waiting for a game, yeah. like a game would come up and I'd tab back in, but I was on my mouse and keyboard. So it when thought switch when I switched to my controller, it didn't give me aim assist because it thought I was on mouse and keyboard. Oh, that's fucking dumb. Fat boy says that's dumb as shit. I agree. That is dumb <laughs> so as shit. It, it was, um, it was noted as a bug that it's supposed to switch to your controller in a social game. Like every it, other game does when it does do that, yep. but it just wouldn't in the flight. So they know about, it is known about good. So hopefully they fix it. Yes. Um, but I feel like that might be a reason a lot of people felt PC controller was inconsistent if they were messing with their mouse and keyboard while they were playing. Right. Um, the last thing I want to add real quick in terms of like general thoughts, uh, well, reactions to other people's thoughts is that uh, to everyone out there, I'm not going to rant about that. I'm just going to say this. To everybody out there who genuinely thinks that Halo Infinite will not survive unless it has a Battle Royale mode, <laughs> you are sorely mistaken. Is that still going around? I oh, haven't seen much of it. absolutely uh, still going around. Dr. Disrespect. Well, King Richard is most recent. It's It's... Okay. The mode is popular. It would do very well in a Halo setting. I do not think Infinite would die without one. I agree. The mode is and it realistically BRs are good for streamers because there is downtime. There's I mean, yes, you need to focus rotations and looting, but if you clear an area and you're just looting and walking around, mm-hmm. it's downtime. You can talk to your stream, you can interact. Um, and then it also provides high intense moments and it kind of BRs kind of created a good balance for streamers. A lot of streamers blew up with BRs. Absolutely. Um, But every streamer saying, Hey, every game needs a BR. Isn't just true. It's not true. Like it's it might not survive on their Twitch channel or their YouTube channel or Facebook gaming. If, um, if it's not a BR because that's what their community is used to, but there's a strong Halo, there's a strong Halo base here. And not only that, but the games, the multiplayer is going to be free to play. Yeah. Anybody can download it. PC or Xbox. It's, it's, I think infinite's on an interesting path. Yes. It's not one I expected to be honest. I did not expect it to be a free multiplayer. Me either. Before the announcement. Me either. I don't think anyone did. Full $60 release campaign, multiplayer. Yeah. Forge co-op so but yes um now 343 said there will be custom games yes and that if someone would like to create a br mode they said that a long time ago too they did they did it could happen they did um i did try halo 5 someone created a br in halo 5 or reach or something like that we probably five we did custom games and we tried a br mode and it was weird, like, because of the time to kill in Halo, right? It would have, that would have to change. 
Because to spend all that time getting geared up, getting looted, just to die really, really quick. I don't know. They're silos. <laughs> Dave says tiny warthogs. Uh, Dave, that was the only... Your pictures were the only time I ever saw that. I saw one clip online as well. You know what that reminds me of, though? There was a there was a mode in chat. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but there was a mode in Reach where you were tiny. Like you were legitimately tiny. Um, and I forgot the name of the mode, but I think it was an action sack or something. But it was... I think it was a glitch at first. And then Bungie was like, nah, fuck it. Let's make it into its own thing and just put it in the game. Yeah. Because everyone was like, this is so fucking cool that. Yeah. This is really cool. Like (laughs) you're just really fucking small. And I think the weapons were normal sized. Also, there's just a BR. Yeah. It's really cool. It was awesome. And I I swear to God, I thought they put that in matchmaking and like action sack or something in, in reach. Like base reach. Sure. Um, not MCC, but yeah. Uh, Silas, we're talking about H1, but uh, oh, Justin says H1 sucks the usual. No, we're just talking about the sidekick. Um, Eric says balance free to play means it'll survive a lack of trendy multiplayer modes. And that's the thing is that the big thing is that it's going to be free. The, the 100%. The thing I need. Oh, I need this. Oh, shit. Because I don't it. want it to turn into Call of Duty. Uh oh. Please ban the motherfucking cheetahs. <laughs> That's yeah. all I'm asking. Yeah, um, bla- yeah, ban the cheetahs. The cheetahs. Yeah. The, te- <laughs> the fast runners. The no, animals. The, because like Warzone and it's so bad. Todd has just been overtaken by cheaters in it's that game. So and bad. it's it is horrible. Um Did he, they see their did they say it's because the flight had it too? It's it's easy anti cheat, right? That's what's gonna I be. I think used. so. Okay. I think so. But there's they with free-to-play games, someone can just make another account, right? Yeah. And that's, it's so frustrating. It should be IP banned. I, I feel like there, there needs to be more measures taken, so. I'm down for that. Um, I don't care if it takes 70% of my hard drive, ban cheaters. <laughs> yeah, this game's probably going to be big. Silas says, I literally can't shoot the sidekick at max speed without hurting my hand. I'm literally about to lose it, kids. Uh, because the skill cap of the sidekick spam is too much for me. It's your old man hands. <laughs> I complain about I complain about my old man yeah, hands. Mine all are the time. there too. Good lord! You just need to control the bloom, Silos. Control the bloom. I mean, that's really what you got to do. That's what Mickwin was saying about the the commando. Is that if you learn to control it properly, that gun's incredibly deadly. And I can agree with that. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Bloom, but like I can agree with that statement. Fatboy Slim, man, fuck Bloom. Yeah, I, I, everybody I think is in agreement of that. Fuck Bloom. It's not as severe, though, as it once was. Uh, the Commando is. But then again, like the Commando shoots. Uh, when you're shooting full auto on that thing, that thing shoots fast. Well, like, I think what? It only takes like six bullets, six, seven bullets to kill. So think if you were... Think if that did not. Now, I'm not advocating for Bloom. I'm just trying to look at it from the other perspective. Think if that thing did not. Yeah, it's have a laser bloom. beam. It'd be a laser. It'd be a literal laser beam. Um, Fatboy says, I had to tap with the commando. And yes, that's that's what you're supposed to do. Like, you can, 
you can rapid fire for like a few shots, let go, and then tap for the final ones. Or you can just tap consistently. And that's a much more accurate than just hold. I found like doing it as like a three or four burst really worked for me. Yes. Like the do, 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 Yeah. Yep. So if you, if you can, like I said, I'm not advocating for bloom, but I mean, think about it. No bloom. The pros talked about it. No bloom with the DMR and reach. It's a laser beam. It does. And it doesn't shoot as fast. Think of the DMR, but faster with no bloom. <laughs> yeah. Like that would literally be a laser beam. And I'm not, I would be worried and I keep, I have to keep saying this. I'm not advocating for bloom, but like Justin says, it balances the commando. It does. And it also balances the sidekick with how fast that shoots. Yeah. And again, that's meant to be a close range finishing weapon. Not something that you're popping shots mid to long range and getting kills. And the closer you are, the less that bloom impacts that weapon. Yes. So you're obviously not going to be able to hit your headshots more consistently, but right. If you're spamming at the body to finish the kill though, right. That's it does balance it out. It really does. And that's when, when Eric talked about it earlier and it's what I hit on in my rant as well. Talking positively here is that to me, and we talked about this a long time ago during the first flight, everything feels like it has a role, a role and a purpose. Yeah. Yes. And it feels balanced in that way. Now, Silos, I'm sorry, because I when we were playing the other day, yeah, it when I heard you talking over the mic, it, it sucked. That sucks. You shouldn't have to worry about things like that. But it just it just feels to me, and we talked about it, that every weapon has a specific role. And when I was talking about my BTB experience, I was always able to engage in a gunfight because I, w- I always never felt that I was lacking anything when I went into a gunfight. Um, Fatboy says, I felt like up close rocket shots didn't kill like it should. Agreed. We yeah. talked about rockets. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a close up shot I made and didn't kill the enemy at all. That is exactly what happened to Maddie as well. We talked about that. That needs to change. Rockets need to feel more powerful, especially against vehicles too. Silas says, do you think there's an issue with taking damage from every fight you're in because of the amount of spammy weapons? Like it's almost impossible to not have uh, to not leave a fight super weak. I can kind of agree with that. There's not a lot of times I didn't have a one-on-one that I like dominated. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. And part of me, there were times where I felt like it took that's this is me being stupid, but I felt like it took too long for shields to recharge because I wanted to get back into a fight. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I don't know if it was longer, but it to me it just felt longer because when I'm sitting there, don't die, don't die, don't die, and then I'm able to get back into a fight. Um, Justin says something. You also hit on this last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also hard knowing what's shooting you to counter appropriately or run. Yeah, incoming damage, definitely. And I saw other people talking about that on Twitter as well. So you're definitely not the only ones. Um. But hey, at least you know who has overshield. So <laughs> bright glowy thing. It's, on just, the map. <laughs> it's just a solar flare coming <laughs> in. It's insane. Oh man. That was a good change. <laughs> yeah, hey, they, 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 if you wanna if you wanna look at 
Like they could probably lose like five percent, right? On that sure. gore. <laughs> Everyone complains. They don't listen to us. They don't want to change things for us. Well, that's a literal direct impact of what you said. Yep. If you want to bitch to three four three about them not listening to you, look at what happened to the overshield because damn it, they listen to you. Oh my god. Um but back to more positives, like just overall, so be, then we can move on. Uh, I really, really enjoyed my time with the two flights that the two flight weekends that we had. Um, I'm genuinely excited for what BTB is. Um, the thing I'll say is there is one aspect that I'm indifferent about. Not from BTB, but just from a standard 4v4 setting. Okay. Now, I'm guaranteed that in competitive, this... Well, I'm not guaranteed. I can't say I'm guaranteed. I'm thinking, I'm assuming that in competitive, this won't be a thing. Okay. But in the social aspect, again, I'm indifferent about this. I'm trying to gather my thoughts about this. The fact that every time you load into a map, the weapon spawns are different. I don't know. Now, we haven't been told by anybody at 343 if that is set in stone. We don't. Not no, bright no. enough. Here comes the suns, you sons of bitches. That's the Beatles remix I want to hear. Here comes the suns, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Here yep. comes the sun. And I said, it's too bright. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Dislike that, but on BTB, I really don't care. That's that's what I'm getting at, right? It's that I feel indifferent because, and again, this isn't competitive. So from a social 4v4 standpoint, and again, I, and I need to say this real quick. It, we yeah. don't know. We, we don't know. do not know if that is set in stone. Yeah, we don't know if it's final. And we had a select set of maps yes. that they probably wanted those weapons tested. Uh -huh. That's the reason they're in there. So... Maybe they wanted to know what worked better on Bazaar, the, the, the BR, the commando, what worked better maybe. on recharge. Maybe. Um, but I will say, if that is the way it's going to be, part of me is like, well, from a social standpoint, it's what it is. It's just it's just a social standpoint. It's not mm -hmm. a big deal. It's not, it's not ranked. It's not competitive. It is what it is. But if they do change it to, to the more traditional, you have set weapon spawns, this is what's going to spawn where even in social, I wouldn't be against that. So I'm not necessarily mad at it, but, and maybe that's because I haven't played a lot of 4v4 because I spent the majority of the weekend it, playing BTB because it was out. Um, I mean, it's, but it's, it's weird. It also creates that like just a variation of play style on that map then. Right, like it switches it up a little bit. It, it creates some longevity with yeah, that. It adds variety. Adds variety, so it's not the same thing every time, all the time. Exactly. You don't know the type of, of equipment you're going to get. You don't know the the weapons on the racks that you're going to get. Mm -hmm. um, Silos asked, "There was a carbine on Bazaar." Silos, not the Covenant carbine that I think you're thinking of right now. The Pulse carbine. The yeah, but yeah. It, like like. Goalie Sniper said before, nobody used it yes. on Bazaar. Yes. It was there the first weekend. Yes. Not a traditional carbine. For what we know, from what we've seen, we have yet to see the Covenant carbine in Infinite at all, as of yet. It'd be, I mean, 
right as of right now, there's no single shot DMR type weapon. It might be a good good place for it. Could be. Could be. I thought the pulse carbine was just the new carbine. That's what I'm thinking. But again, we don't know because we haven't seen, we don't have the full game in our hands. But yes, I would assume the same. What's up, Brooks? Hello from several several thousand feet. Are you flying right now, Brooks? Where are you going? Also, why Ooh. the, wait, how are you tuning in right now? You have Wi-Fi on the plane? Some, some planes have Wi-Fi. Are you skydiving? <laughs> Got that 5G in the air? Connecting to Elon's satellites? What are you doing? Where are you? <laughs> Make sure to pull your parachute if you are skydiving, you know. Don't forget. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I bet he's fine. Um But yeah. The so Bloom, while I am mo- mainly against it as a mechanic. All the way back to Bloom, yes. Yeah. Well, just to like recap here. Um the commando and the sidekick. I definitely think it balances things out and I don't like bloom, but it balances things out because otherwise it'd be disastrous. Um, I mean, in the, something I want to say about bloom too. Yes. Is it's not like your first, you, you do have, you can have first shot accuracy if you wait for your reticle to reset. Yes. So it's all about learning shot timing too. Like if with the, with the sidekick, if you need to spam up close, you can spam up close, but if it's range shot, you can pop a shot, pop a shot, pop a shot. And your bloom is more controlled by that pacing. It doesn't take long for the reticle to reset either. So, so I can't believe I'm even like agreeing with any of this, but see, I can change too. There's, there's some countermeasures to just full on. My shot didn't go anywhere near where I was aiming. You know? Right. It's, it's not completely that. The thing that I just love about it is that it fe- like, I keep mentioning it, but it's so true to me is that everything feels like it has a role. And I don't think I've ever had that before in a Halo title. Mm-hmm. The AR, as powerful as it is, and, I mean, we're, we're talking about the next closest thing in my mind was H5 pre-patch. Sure. Um, but I don't know. In my weapons, I was able to, there was a Hydra. So yeah. I know the Hydra is coming back. I'm yep. wondering how it's going to be implemented because that is always one weapon in H5. Hated it. That seemed completely unbalanced. I hated it. You know, it was always so much better against me than I was with it. It <laughs> made now that's that's a skill thing too. I just wasn't good with the weapon, and that's on me. But the fact that that fucker curved corners, mm-hmm. no, 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> maybe it, maybe the balance is maybe you have to instead of like per, permanently locking on. What if you had to keep them in the viewfinder to keep it locked on? There's no boost, so you can't I, just and that's away. <laughs> that's what the cinder shot feels like to me too, because we talked about mm, that last yes. week. Where when you're zoomed in, you can when you shoot, you get to choose the direction that it goes. Yeah, based off of where you're looking while zoomed in. So while it's not locking on, what if it does? Unless the hydra now has that same effect, it's just a different weapon that does that. I don't know. I would imagine it has to lock on at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's what it was before. It was what it was before. As shitty as it was. Um, but no, we, there's still so many things that we have yet to see, to play with, to experience. But I'm loving, I'm genuinely loving what we're playing so far. And I'm really, really excited for December. 
It's oh man. Does it follow the reticle or is it POV? Uh, follows the reticle. When you you have to be zoomed in to do it. Mm-hmm. Like go, uh, Dave. If you have the opportunity to go back to our last episode and go to the show notes and click on the Green Skull video that is in there, or just search for Green Skull's videos on YouTube and it'll be it's it's one of his more recent ones. But uh, yeah, he plays with that for a second. He plays with this new the Sentinel Beam, um, and the there's like a shock pistol that he used very briefly as well. They're all in that video. Yeah. For the cinder shot, I believe you have to be zoomed in. Um, and then when you shoot, you can, you can aim where it goes. So, and it, it really felt like a plasma caster shot. Like when you're shooting, when you're not charging it, but you're just shooting the pew, pew, pew. And it's lobbing. Like when you shoot traditionally with the cinder shot, that's what it looks like. It's doing is it's just lobbing. But uh, no, you, if you zoom in and you fire and you, you can choose where it goes. But there's that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just genuinely excited. And yeah. I want people to quit bitching for what they think it needs when it doesn't, when you don't know what the fuck it needs. There's that. All right. Um, with that. Oh, I forgot. I put this here too. Uh, when you capture a flag in BTB, yep, it charges the forerunner beam emitter and fires it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is really fucking cool. I didn't. I never noticed that, but it's really fucking cool. So if you didn't know that, now you do. Also, that uh, that uh, skewer video mm-hmm. from the Reddit user, you can fire the skewer in a man cannon. Oh, like the. It, the the bolt yep. goes. Yep. Goes over the man cannon. And uh and they go, and you can do this. And they shot it in the man cannon. It went over and they repulsed it into an enemy. Oh wow. Yeah, think about the crazy shit you're gonna be able to do in this game. If things line up like perfectly. The repulsor creates so many cool moments. Yeah. I oh man. Just like I said, just that feeling of when in any other Halo title, hell, even in five with the thrust, regardless, I'm going to be splattered in that moment. Like, yeah. I'm going to be splattered. But in Infinite, I have an opportunity to say, fuck that. Or grapple jack them. Either way, you have an opportunity if you have the equipment. It's so fucking cool. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. I'm excited, man. That's it for our topic. Let's get into some COD and other games. Oh, watch, except we would, but there's nothing to discuss. So now it's time for those adventures with the Spooky. Yeah, it's October now. Yeah, it is. Will, what'd you play over the last four days? Well, obviously, a little bit of the, the infinite tech preview. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. And I played a lot of Apex, actually. Ooh. Some Apex Legends, the BR mode. I just oh. went into ranked. I said, fuck it. Will's one of those BR guys. And the I only made... BR I care about is the battle rifle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went from, so you, I, it started me in bronze, and I went to silver. And the way Apex works is, like, you have a certain amount of points, right? Mm-hmm. 
And to enter a match, you have to, in bronze, it's free, right? You don't, you don't spend any points to get, to get through bronze. So they kept this system then. Yeah. So, but if you get kills or placement, you earn points. Right. Well, now I'm in silver where it costs me 12 points to get into a match and you just have to earn that back by playing the game, by play, by, by put kills or placement. Right. If you, if you make, I think if you make top fifth or bottom 50%, right. But you get one kill, you get like 10, 10 points. So now you're okay. just negative two. And you, and you lose that negative two on your ranking. But then if you make it top 50, you get a, you get more points because you made it to top 50%. Right. So you spend, but you still have something left over. And the farther you make it, the more points your kills are worth. Oh. Right? Like it starts off at 10, then goes to 12, and then 15 by the end of it if you nice. make it that 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 far. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I got into silver. And then while I was bronze one, so mm-hmm. it goes bronze one, silver four, things like that. Well, I was bronze one. I won a game with this, with a group, because I was just solo queuing. I just solo queued all day um, with this random group. And I, instead of like, I was trying to click through like view last match stats, right? But I clicked on a person's name and accidentally invited them to my party and they joined. And they were a silver one, which means right on the cusp of gold. Oh shit. And did you dunk on them? No, we, we just, we played together for, um, well over about two hours. We played for about two hours. Okay. Um, besides the couple games where we like, we landed, didn't get gear and got eliminated right away. Mm-hmm. We never placed outside top five. That's awesome. We won two games together. A lot of second places. Um, and so a you're few, consistently getting that point, those points back. So yeah, we were consistently winning, getting points and winning. And it was like, you know, this all happened by accident, but, Great day of Apex came out of it. So oh, yeah. it was cool. And he didn't use voice comms. I did, but no voice comms. Good at the game. I'm sure if he had like a team and communicated, would have been a lot better. And the but, ping system. The, the ping system. Yes. It's there. Yeah. I don't know if you guys used it, but like. Yeah. I Yeah. An infinite too. It's great. Use it. But I think. So yeah, I put uh, my notes in here. It says Apex, Silver, Thanks, random dude. <laughs> Do you remember the random dude's name? Uh, underscore box underscore. Thank you, underscore box underscore <laughs> for helping yeah. Will out in yeah. Apex Legends. Yep. And uh, the fact that I was literally a bronze at the time and they were like almost gold and wanted to and played, it was pretty cool. Was, you know. Did they get up to gold? Do you know? They No. Oh. Not... Not that I saw. Okay. But but we played well and it was it was fun. Awesome. It was fun. Um Justin says, PS, Josh just described armor lock being great in BTB. Nobody else caught it, but I did. And I said, fuck no. I <laughs> did not. I said I like the repulsor, but the repulsor doesn't destroy vehicles when you use it against them. Unless you push it off the map, which is Le- hilarious. Unless you push it off the map. Standing chance against being splattered by a vehicle. Okay, but this is this is way better. <laughs> this is better. You Fuck can't. Armor Lock. Armor yeah, Lock's yeah. trash. Never design. Never should have been in the goddamn game. Bad. Bad. It's bad. Bad. It did not work within the sandbox. It did not. I mean, it, it did because people were using it, but like I was just not a fan. Anyway. People who used it, that's your shit. You go for it. All you. It ain't my shit. 
I ain't going to use I it. I used it when I wanted to troll or meme. Sure. You know, just run, running at people, arm lock. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see you going in there. Just ha <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. Uh, the fact that it had an EMP burst as well is fucking stupid. Like, oh, man, armor lock is terrible. Armor lock boys, I'm creating a new rival Spartan company and we're getting, we'll get Achilles and you won't bring it. You have to start 100% fresh. Good luck. You Damn. have until infinite's release. Get, get going. going. <laughs> yep. Um, what'd you play Josh? I, I think I only played the halo infinite flight. I think that's it. And played for the community, played it and then did some Sunday late games with Justin. So I think that's nice. all I did. Um, yeah, with the we, time that I had. we I have to comment on this because before, right before the show started, we were watching the Nickelodeon, oh. like the Smash game that's coming out. Smash. Yeah. Nickelodeon All-Stars or something like that. Yeah. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. That's All-Star what it's called. All-Star Brawl. Yeah. It, it comes looks, out tomorrow, I think. It looks ridiculous. Ridiculously awesome. And awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that the SpongeBob taunt is the like the pointed meme. nose meme where he sticks his face out is yep. hilarious. It is. Uh, like, we realized that Reptar is insane. Um, yeah. Cat dog is hilarious yep. with how he attacks. He uses, cat uses dog to hit the enemy. <laughs> Wait, keys clipped you? Oh, that's hilarious, Justin. So the last game we played, I think it was, it was that or the second to last game we played uh, BTB on fragmentation. And it was, uh, we played against keys who is a member of the community, uh, the halo community. And he is not bad at the game at all. And, uh, we, it's on Twitter. Can you link that shit, please? Um, please link it. It's so fucking funny that he did that, but we won three, three, four, three also put out like the most wins in BTB. Yeah. I had him in one of my matches. Did you? I lost. (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, we had, I think it was CTF. It was CTF. And we were actually down two or three people on our team and we still won. Wow. Oh yeah. It was insane. I was so happy because as soon as I died by him once, I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. (laughs) And, uh, no, it was, it was awesome. I'm so, I'm so glad I fucking won. That game is insane. But yeah, Nickelodeon all-star brawl. Jesus Christ. If anything, just go check out some gameplay on it. Yeah. Uh, you it's said literally Arena. Smash Brothers. Esports Arena got early access. Is that what you said? Yeah, they might be They might be streaming it right now, yeah, so they, you can go yeah. watch it after our show, obviously. Um, but yeah, like, it's, it's fucking, it's insane, dude. That game, that game looks rad. Oh, did the link get, uh, is that the link it, you're talking it about? We probably got blocked. I think it is. Are you able to give him permission or something. Um, I, I mean, know. I could try. Hold on. It should just be like a permit option. Permit user. Whoa. Why is it being spammed? Oh, it was. Oh, whoops. My you're bad. Clear, you're clearing the chat. My bad. <laughs> Come on, Josh. Oh my God. He literally added you. Oh my God, dude. No, it wasn't on purpose. I thought like I thought it was going to be contextual where when I click on it, the the box would disappear. It didn't disappear, so now I feel stupid. He literally added you in the tweet. That's hilarious. Oh no! It still didn't let him send the link. 
says my best snipe in Halo Infinite so far at LaFlesh. Thank you for holding one of my first two shots. The man cannon shot. Is that what it was? Is that the one he's talking about? When Hold you, on. I'm looking right now. Fly on the man cannon. Yeah. Oh my God. Fuck. I can't, I can't tell because the purple names. Yeah. You're the second snipe, the one out going over the man cannon, right? No, the second snipe, the one past the turret. Either way, we won that game, so fuck you, Keys. Yeah. Um, I love you, man. I still can't believe we won anyway. that fucking game. That was insane. Um, here, let, let me... I'll post it in the chat so people can check this out because otherwise it looks like we're just talking to ourselves um he is good shit he really is yeah nickelodeon all-star brawl go check that shit out because it's funny it's legitimately funny they got uh they got uh ang toff um cora cat dog uh spongebob patrick sandy one of the characters from all real monsters a couple of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They have April from TMNT. Um, they have that Toast Man or whatever yeah, the fuck. I have no idea what that character is. Is it Powdered is. Toast Man? Yeah, Powdered Toast Man. Yeah, something like that. What the heck is that? I have no fucking idea. They have Invader Zim. He's in there. That would have, I, I hope he has a blaster or something. It would be, be fun. Cool. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah, they have a they, uh, Danny Phantom. Nigel Thornberry. Oh, my God. I said they needed Donnie, but you know. Oh, Powder Toast Man's from uh, Ren and Stimp Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy is also in the game as well. Rem uh, something tells me it's gonna be like an ice climbers type situation because you, it's two characters oh, yeah. that are in there. Game sounds hype. It's funny, man. It's funny. I'm so sad right now and feel old. That's nah, fine. It is what it is. Um Yeah, it's just funny. It's just genuinely funny. Go check it out. Game releases tomorrow, uh, $39.99. Not an ad. We're not sponsored or anything like that. It just looked cool. Um, and we're talking about how we need, we should check it out. Uh, but yeah. Should we get into some uh, shout-outs? <laughs> Shout-out to everyone who joined the Community Playdate. Uh, that included Goalie Sniper, Just Josh, Hero Spartan, Dark Shogun, Snagu, and Silos for a few games as well. So thank you guys so much for joining up. It was a fun time. Um, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. That includes Justin with the 10 month resub, Damo with, or Damo with the follow, and uh, Carl O'Seal with the follow as well. Thank you all so very much. Um, happy belated birthday to Trippy, and happy birthday today to Nighty Night. So happy birthday to you, Alex, and uh, hope it is a great one. Let's get into some community creations, shall we, Will? Yeah. First up, we have Halo Memes Every Day, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo Memes. Clips of the week number 125 by High Tech Redneck. Go check out that video. Players are already so good at Halo Infinite's community highlights by Paradise Halo. Go check that YouTube video out. We have a new series by Riley Hastings called Montage Reacts. He states, started a new series where I react, review, and give feedback on Halo montages. First in the series, I watch one of my all-time favorite montages it's into the tranku by silly goose go check that out 
Is Halo Infinite is the Halo Infinite Gravity Hammer actually slow? It's by 5050 Network and Rage More Nerd. From Brian, he states, is the Halo Infinite Gravity Hammer actually slow? I took it frame by frame to find out how it compares. I also talk on how this impact parts of the game outside of uh, standard multiplayer, such as speedrunning and especially Griffball. Definitely a good video. Go check it out. Yes, go check it out. And then we have episode three of Halo Survival, the Halo audio drama for Halo Infinite. It's a fan-made audio show by Podcast Evolved, and the boy William is in it as well. You might recognize my voice. You just might. Um, And then I put a couple bonus links in there. Go check them out. They're good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I put both in there. I put both. Yeah. So, uh, some may say that Jeffrey Bezos may not be able to handle it right now. There's your hint. Go check out both of those. More hammer, well. less gravity. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It takes too long to swing. But especially from a Griff Paul perspective, that is not. I do like the compromise that he put in that video. Um, it's in relation to swing time versus kind of like recover time. Sure. Yeah. It definitely feels more weighty. Um. I think that it feels like it is such a powerful weapon, right? Yes. That they wanted more risk reward for swinging it, right? You have to, it takes a long time to wind up. You better be sure you're hitting who you need to hit. I can agree with that. And then like you have to do the animation of it, like popping back into your hand. So yeah, I agree. We'll see what becomes of the hammer. Hell yeah. That's it for the communications that I have for this week. Let's go. Well, that's Jesus Christ. We're there. We are there. It's the end of the show. We've made it. Um, With that, Will, would you mind plugging the show? If you don't know, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for each just pro talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Pocket Cast. Yeah. Josh's favorite. Yes. Uh, Join our discord. Just do it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of talk goes on in between episodes on what's coming up on the show, topics yes. we've talked about or we're going to talk about, organizing community play dates, IRL stuff, whatever is in there. Other video games too. If you are into Destiny or Valorant, talk about those as well. Even Me sports, too. F1, NFL, as we talked about on the show before, it's all in the Discord. Go check it out, please. Before you continue. Fatboy says, not going to lie, I love this podcast. Definitely tuning in every week. This is my third week here. Watched on YouTube previously. Fatboy Slim, two things. One, your name's amazing. (laughs) And I said that before, but I'll say it again. And your previous gamer tag is uh, amazing as well. You, sir, or madam. We don't know. We we don't know. It's the internet. Are amazing. So thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And thank you for the kind words. Maddie says, eh, it's all right. And Maddie's a piece of shit. No. So that's that. <laughs> Love you too, man. Go ahead. Keep plugging the show. Well, I'm sorry. If they stay alive, come see us on social media. Because you never know with Facebook and Instagram today. Oh, man. That's, you know. Or if I'm bringing the heat <laughs> through my rants. Yeah. Um, Facebook and Instagram, we got them. 
We also have a Twitter. It's where we're, we're mostly active as well. Yes. Come find us. Follow us. Say hi. Yeah. You know, wave everyone. We reply. We're there. We, we are there. Uh, YouTube. We post the VODs to YouTube. Other content on YouTube as well. You yes. get to see faces to the live interviews. Go check out the YouTube. Yes. Uh, Do it. Do it. If you're listening and you'd like to join the live show, it's on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Talk. Right here. Normally, 7 p.m. Central on Mondays. Nor- I like how you put the normally in normally, there because you never hey, know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. Sometimes life happens outside of this show and things need to be addressed. Sometimes we're, we're just taking a massive shit. We have to postpone the show yeah. a little bit. It's okay. You know? It's just so like the book says, everybody Monday poops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also have our own website. We do. I think you post the episodes on the website too. I do. And I'm also uh, making a change. Actually, two changes, I would like to say. Um, <laughs> Maddie, when duty calls, uh, there is two things I would like to add. One, um, I'm adding, it, it, if you access the website, cool. If you don't, not a big deal. Uh, I just like to use it as like an archive of sorts, really. Yeah. And an easier access to our merch, which you'll talk about soon. Yeah. Um, but a couple things I want to add. One, um, I'm adding links to the audio show. Um, in the website post along with the timestamps and everything. So things should be easier to find. And as of last week, if you were, if you watch the YouTube VOD, then you would have seen that chapters were able to be selected in the video. Yes. So I added those, those add those lined up pretty well. I, yeah, they did perfectly. So Sweet. I learned how to do it. Very and nice. all that needed to be done was a little swap in the description and we're good to go. Oh, nice. That's literally it. Nice. Because I'm like, how the fuck do you make chapters? Because that'd be so awesome for the show. It has to be first, right? The the literal timestamp has to be first. And yeah. then the name of it has to be after the fact. It's, that's all it is. Wow. So yeah, we're, we tested it out in the last week's episode and uh, we're going to keep that rolling forward. So Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Um. Yeah, website, HS Pro Talk. Find a link to our merch in the top right corner. We have some ideas. Yes. We need to execute on said ideas. Yes. Said that last week. We no, yes, I agree. Life gets in the way. Stay tuned. That's what I'll say. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Could be a lot better. Could be a lot worse. Yeah. Um, and then don't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. Make sure to check out halopodcast.com, your home for Halo. Wait, your home for Halo? Go check it out. Holy moly. Get nice and cozy. Ooh. Let's get that by the fireplace. By the fireplace. Grab one of your Halo novels. Yeah, load up. Load up their book club. Oh, love it. Or the builds with blocks. Yeah, just building some mega maybe, blocks maybe with the family. Wanna, yeah, down by the fire. Just we are going into it's fall. Christmas Day. Ooh. You're, Shout you're, out to the beginning of the episode. Little little Johnny and Jenny are opening up their presents underneath the Christmas tree, and what do you see there? Oh, it's the Razorback. Oh, oh. they're going. Oh, they're going crazy. Well, it's time to load up some builds with blocks and uh, build that Razorback as a family. Fuck jigsaw puzzles. We ain't about that shit. <laughs> Times was built with blocks, bitch. Uh, you can check out top Halo news stories with their show Halo Headlines. They also have mission debrief where they dive into Halo missions. They do. You have news? Is that what you're doing? Oh, that you're doing the news for that yeah! one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought you had new incoming news we hadn't spoken about. I can yet. get you some. I'm good. Let's, <laughs> let's close it on out, Josh. Awesome. Well, uh, also before, I, I guess this is like a do-do-do-do thing, but uh, tomorrow, the final Smash character is going to be revealed for Smash Brothers Ultimate. Wow. Thank you, Owen Wilson. 
He is back, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. We thought we lost him, but he came <laughs> back from the end of the show. Unprovoked. Oh, my God. Silas says Jigsaw Puzzle's way overhyped. Mediocre way to spend time. But Mega Blocks, that's where the fuck it's at, baby. But, yeah. The last Smash Brothers Ultimate Fighter is going to be revealed tomorrow. So... If it's not Master Chief, it's, Master Chief. it's time to riot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As long as it's not, even Fatboy said Master Chief I'm a riot. As long as it's not a fucking another Fire Emblem character, I'm, I or or Animal Crossing character. I feel like it needs to be epic. Like it, it just needs to needs- be new. It needs to be new. It needs to be never before seen. That's what it needs to be. Even if it's not Master Chief. Like, honestly, if it, even if it's not Master yeah. Chief, because people would like, people want Sora from uh, Kingdom Hearts. Um, people want Doom Guy. Um, those are like the three big ones, right? But yeah, it, it, as long as it's just someone new, Wii character, oh my God, no. Like like I said, Tom Nook. Tom Nook, fuck. <laughs> he just kills you with debt. That's yeah. all it is. He throws blocks of money at you. <laughs> Love it. Um, but no, as long as it's someone new, that's that's what I'd like. That's what I'd like. We'll see. Put a Wada in the game. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. But that'd be devastating because what if he gets KO'd? Or Miyamoto, let me mess somebody up with an actual person. <laughs> Reggie, dude. His taunt is standing on the Wii motion and the Wii Fit board. My body is ready. It's Shaggy. Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Shaggy. Also from Fro. Okay, we're getting off topic. Right, right, I shouldn't right. even have brought it up. Wow. Um. Wow. wow. Where's Where's Owen? Wow. Thanks, thanks, wow. Owen. Man, he's back again, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for episode two hundred and three of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. Uh, we're going to go raid uh, Nap Times with a Z today, playing some, you guessed it, SWAT is what I imagine, is what I would guess. Uh, yeah. One of the greatest of all time to do it. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go raid some Nap Times with a Z. So please, if you want to hang around for the raid, please do. But guys, that's going to do it for episode 203. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. Maybe we'll have competitive settings announced by then. I'd like to hope, but who the fuck knows? We'll see you next week. But until then. Thank you, thank you so much for the 7 <laughs> Bye-bye!